0: Give me a moment's peace and take out that trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen,
1: Greenie, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man,
0: take it. Hello. If you go to the junkyard. <laughs> that was Hello. immediately wrong. It
1: automatically went to German.
0: That's more in Russia. Goat milks you. Wee wee. Wee
1: wee. Be my guest.
0: No, you gotta, you gotta get like the grit in your voice.
1: Ho oh, ho ho, my love. Welcome to France. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Hot Trash Unlimited. It's going Italian. I can't do this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> can you do a French accent?
0: Um, We, 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 baguette. Hello and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited. No, I don't even know what that is. That's I, pepe. It's closer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, as occasionally, I will hit a French accent.
0: All right, wimpiest voice you can do.
1: Hello and welcome to there Hot go, Trash your Unlimited. <laughs>
0: Oh, unlimited! Hello and Limited.
1: welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, uh, where we go to our living room and we watch all the movie. Oh, oh, I can do it now! Hello and welcome to Hot Trash Limited, the show with me, Caleb, and me, Joe. Go to the go to the couch and watch the movies from Joe's childhood that he does not uh, know if anyone else knows. It's going about. back to Italian.
0: Yep, You're doing nope. the hand signals and everything. <laughs> all Europeans are the same. <laughs> Yeah, welcome to uh, another special episode of Hot Trash Unlimited where we don't see a, a new movie. We, 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 we go back a couple of years and see an old one. More than a couple this time.
1: Yeah, this is the oldest movie we've ever talked about on the podcast.
0: Uh, 1964's Gay Paris. 60 years ago. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of wild.
1: Starring one Judy Garland.
0: Oh yeah. And directed by one Chuck Jones.
1: Uh, it was written by him. Oh.
0: It was directed by Abe
1: um, Levito. Lincoln. who was Yeah, Abe Lincoln. That's how old it is. He did some of the Mr. Magoo stuff around oh, okay. that time. And I think he also did some other Warner Brothers stuff. But it's carrying a lot of the DNA of like Warner
0: Brothers animation
1: but in a very different
0: package without being like warner brothers warner brothers just distributed it they didn't they weren't the uh the makers
1: yeah but you can see that chuck jones influence oh yeah no it's definitely there
0: the the proto looney tunes like aesthetics
1: yeah so this is this is a movie you grew up watching all the time as a kid over
0: and over and over again but we still the vhs is still at my parents house
1: yeah I'm a little disappointed that we can't watch that, but we do not have a A VHS VHS player,
0: nor was I willing to buy one for this viewing experience.
1: No. And we've kind of gotten to that point where you can't just easily go to the thrift store and get one anymore. Mm. Like 10 years ago, we could have done that, but
0: also the fact that like every time you play a VHS, you're destroying it slowly.
1: Oh, that's part of the beauty of it. (laughs) But because this is uh, your movie, uh, the movie you you know back to front. Explain mm-hmm. to our viewers kind of the basic rundown
0: of what Gay Parry is. So Gay Parry follows uh, a handful of cats. We got Musette, the main character, voiced by Judy Garland. She's uh, like a snobby. She's raised on a farm, but she's like, I can be so much more. I'm not a cat. I'm a feline. And so she follows her dreams of wanting to be a fancy feline, and Runs off to Paris where she's soon unknowingly captured and uh groomed, <laughs> yeah.
1: Groomed is a good
0: word <laughs> to be sold off like a mail order bride to one Mr. by the devilish Meow Reese, the best character, uh, pretty fun character. Uh, her boyfriend, love interest, I don't know. Uh,
1: the unironic Gaston,
0: yeah, Jean Tom. Uh, is chasing after her, trying to get her back. He's like, yeah, she don't know what she's doing. And he's followed by his LeFou, I guess if we're going to use the Gaston comparison, Robespierre. And they're just trying to get her and explore this crazy big city known as Paris.
1: Yeah. It's, and there are, there is music in it. Mm-hmm. There's a weird subplot that messes with the whole timeline of the movie where jean Tom. And Robespierre gets sent off to Alaska for a little bit of time and then they come back. Well, they strike the gold rush. <laughs> yeah. Judy Garland is trained in a uh, in a brothel. Um, yeah. Yeah. They call it a literal cat house, which is... That's appropriate. Joke. Yeah. I, I was surprised by how little time you actually spend with Musette in this. Uh, you spend... A lot of time with Meow Reese,
0: which I'm, which I'm fine, fine with. with. He's <laughs> yes. so entertaining.
1: He is. He's like such a,
0: like such a flamboyant villain. He's he's great. Where it's like I'm evil for the sake of evil. Yeah, there he, are no redeeming qualities about me. I'm just evil.
1: Yeah, he is. He is like a um a Vincent Price character. Oh yeah. And you and then of course you spend a good amount of time with John Tom. I was about to
0: say Jean Tom like exits for solid- us <laughs> all. 20 minutes and then it's like oh yeah he is in this movie
1: yeah it's weird he sporadically comes back i still i think if we time this meow reese would get the most time which is so bizarre
0: because he shows up the latest into the movie and exits the first too
1: yeah yeah and then of course there is robespierre yeah there's robespierre played by red buttons who is a charming enough little sidekick. He's kind of
0: annoying at first and then you're like, eh, I'm, I'm kind of having fun with him.
1: Yeah, I think John Tom is just so boring that Scare <laughs> makes give me up anything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Strikes something into this character, some kind of personality. Yeah,
1: yeah, cuz like Musep makes it through solely based on Judy Garland's voice performance, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty good, and of course her singing voice, which is I think it's really good. good. Yes. But she doesn't have a ton of character beyond that. So you're really... John Tom really is just kind of this hole where all the other characters are fun. And Robespierre comes as like, okay, I'll pull all the weight, John Tom. I'll run through the night for you, John Tom. Tom.
0: The animation in this is... It's something. It's something. It's something. So uh, I didn't remember... I, I remembered like the plot of this movie very well. I remembered locations. I did not remember how just... Insane, they went with the backgrounds. Every the backgrounds are beautiful. Oh, yeah. Best part I was, I was, I was going through the, the like scrubbing through the the video and I was like, Whoa, whoa, this is like style that I did not expect to see in this movie. Just everything looks like a Van Gogh watercolor. Mm -hmm. It's it's so striking, yeah. And until it doesn't,
1: they have. (laughs) So much disregard for, every, like for the characters actually being able to interact with the background. Oh yeah, they're
0: they're it's it's they're just walking on top of it.
1: Yeah, it, it's so obvious, like separate layers. But the main character's action and stuff, it's on par with an animated short from the sixties. It's just kind of elevated by the fact that you do have these much more
0: interesting and stylized backdrops. Oh well, yeah, as compared to. A very basic animated character on top of it, an animated cat, nonetheless. Yes.
1: they save they save their character animation for the brief moments of action, mm-hmm. because there are like there's a running trope where John Tom will get, we'll see like a mouse, and his eye will turn into like the crosshairs, like he's a the predator scope. or something. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, great. That stuff is like fun. It's like okay, I can you blast off like dynamite. Yeah, it's like I can tell this was written by Chuck Jones.
0: And then there's the moments where Jean, Tom, and Robespierre are just walking through Paris. Yeah, and it's just the same animation looped over and over again multiple times too. They're just all sullen. The um,
1: while I enjoyed the music in this well enough, the animation to go along with the music was oftentimes just character walking. Yeah. Character-
0: I I remembered the music like our uh, uh villain song, The Money Cat. I remember that. The one. best it, song. It, it came back to me, me and The Money Cat can. It's such a fun song. Um and I remembered Bubbles, the drunk song.
1: See, you built up the drunk song for me. It was this point I was thinking we were going to get like a pink elephants level thing. It's
0: not quite that bad. I just love Red Button's voice just being like ah, 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 the entire time Jean-Tom's barely you can barely hear him just because Robespierre is so loud compared to him. Bubbles! It's got some pretty good, like, it, it's got the best visuals, I think, of any of the other songs.
1: I, no, I'd say the kissing song does. I was
0: gonna, I, the, the kissing song came into my mind. I'm still like, animation wise, I think maybe visually, the the kissing song's pretty good. Or, like, I think the title's like A Horse Doesn't Talk or something like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, the premise is that Musette. Wants to go back home. And so Miao Reese distracts her by taking her clubbing. And then they're riding on the back of a carriage, and she's like, What's kissing? And he's like, Oh, it is what all the French people do in boogies. But you've got like some fun animation where you've got it shows some birds kissing, it shows some horses kissing. It's just like
0: and the horses playing patty cake. Yeah, for it's some just, reason. Like
1: fun different scenarios.
0: I a song I forgot about. That I really ended up liking and that has been like playing in my head the past couple of days is uh I don't know the name of the song, but it's Musette's song when she's coming into Paris, the roses red, violet's blue song. Just really catchy. And she's like croning too. She's she's putting it all into it.
1: Yeah, I'm this was, of course, released uh not too long before um uh her death, Judy Garland's death. And so I was it just kind of emphasizes how disappointing it is that she never got to do more
0: voice acting because she is very talented here. I think she's pretty at home in the, maybe not the character, but just in the booth. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: Imagine her in a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. It'd be great. She'd fit right in with like the Wolfgang era Disney movies.
0: Yeah. This movie, uh, has a pacing issue. You don't say (laughs) where there's, there's ups where you're like, okay, stuff's moving. And then, there's Meow Reese talking for ten minutes about different artists and how they would paint Musette. It and it, it, is it's so like, bizarre. What in the world is this doing in the kids? I Me mean, like, I, I I can name Van Gogh. I can't name any of the other people he named. Like he did, he named one like a famous uh, artist who uses stippling. And but it's it's literally ten minutes, very slow, drawn out still frames of just Musette in different scenarios. I. I
1: could probably name them
0: if I had paid any attention, but once that scene started,
1: I kind of just zoned out.
0: It goes on for so long. it's 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 so weird. or when uh Jean Tom and Robespierre get like sent to the boat and are on their way to Alaska. you think it's like, oh, a new setting, this will be fun. No, so boring whenever it cuts to them.
1: Yeah, because they're just at first they're just on a boat and they're just like, man, I wish I was in Paris. And then they get to Alaska. and It's like, we're in the snow. all <laughs> We were watching it with our friends, Stephen and Alex. And I think the only funny thing that anyone had to say about that segment was Stephen was like, cause they're with a human and, but you just see like his hands and uh-huh. stuff and he's holding a pitchfork and Stephen's like, it's, 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 what's the guy's name from Rudolph the red nosed reindeer?
0: Oh, uh, it's like Yukon. Yeah.
1: Yukon Cornelius. Cornelius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's like, Oh, it's Yukon
0: Cornelius. Also something else I remember that you said the, the dude's hands were drawn like very,
1: Oh yes. Very, <laughs> very detailed. realistically
0: in detail. And, detailed, and, and very, hands are
1: hard to draw yeah. too. I,
0: it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, I would imagine four fingers in a movie like this where it seems like the animation budgets, uh, at its limits most of the time.
1: Well, and that's the other interesting thing about this. it's just, like Disney was doing it, but there weren't many other studios doing feature length animation. Mm -mm. Like the closest thing to it that was released in 1964 beside this was a one hour, Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol, which I cannot imagine looks very good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. I think some of the inside settings they go to are pretty fun. Like, uh, the bar with kick lines.
1: Uh, I mean, you, really don't see the bar with kick lines. They're, 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 you see the
0: at... kick lines
1: and it just kind of fades to exterior shots.
0: <laughs> but but you they where most of the other ones are cats walking around. This one's cats sitting at the bar stool. <laughs> they they have to do a little bit more. Fun fun cat jokes too. We're gonna live it up. Straight cream <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is I will say uh the message of this movie.
0: Is very problematic. Stay in your place. <laughs>
1: because they refer to themselves as peasants. And then, of course, like the the members of the uh the Parisian enclave is like aristocrats. And so it's like, stay out in the countryside, you bumpkins. You Otherwise, peasants. We're gonna sex traffic you. <laughs> yeah. You'll be taken advantage of. Been sent to one Mr. in Pittsburgh. The movie ends with uh a say it's climactic chase but honestly it felt kind of like the same energy level as the rest of the movie
0: <laughs> i think the animation gets fun at that point like we haven't talked about meow reese's gang of chimney cats i don't know what you They call do them. look they do they, they just look like soot <laughs> yeah
1: they pop out of the chimney and they're always like bathed in shadow and stuff
0: <laughs> and they're always like they're way more animated than everybody else they got long skinny necks and they always line up On top of one another. So it looks like they're just the same on the same place. They're really fun. Like, I don't even know if you call them villains, just like. They're
1: like, uh, they're like, uh, grunts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're really fun Uh, through the Money Cat song when they're just playing with, like, they're, what's that called? Cat's Cradle. Yeah. They're playing Cat's Cradle. They're playing Cat's Cradle and they're just like stealing it from each other. And then in the, uh, the final fight where they, they're all like, uh, they're all stacked on top of each other <laughs> to hold John Tom against the ceiling, like underneath the train door. It's fun stuff. I really like the the chimney cats.
1: Yeah, they're fun. But so there's this big chase. Eventually, John Tom gets there and he he cross eyes uh crosshair eyes uh Meow Meow Reese and they end up sending him in uh, Musette's place to Pittsburgh, and they all live a happily ever after going, I guess, going back to the Parisian country. Maybe, side. or maybe they
0: just stayed in Paris. Yeah. Maybe they didn't learn
1: their place and we'll have to wait till gay, gay Paris too.
0: which I wanted so <laughs> badly.
1: So what was it like revisiting this movie from your childhood? Most things
0: stood out or like not stood out. Most things lined up with what I remember. Like I saw that movie so many times so it wasn't too much plot points that I was forgetting. Like I'd forgotten about the whole Alaska side quest, but I remembered it when it started happening. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah this does happen. Yeah. It's really boring.
1: Did you remember the edutainment section with all the painters? Yeah.
0: I remember that. I knew that was coming. And when it happened, I was like, Oh no, <laughs> I definitely remembered that. Yeah. Everything lined up. I forgot that. I was like, wait, wait, this actually, isn't that bad? <laughs> I was expecting it to be a lot worse than it actually was.
1: Well, this movie flopped when it was released, and no one else remembers it beside you. Um, so it would make sense for this to be a bad movie, but you get there, and it's like, nah, it's fine. You know, it's there's some impressive stuff here, there's some good performances.
0: The problem, some fun animation, some good songs.
1: Yeah, I think the problem with it is. One, it it feels twice as long as it is. Yeah, it's
0: only an hour twenty.
1: But and part of this might have been because we were watching it at the end of the day and we were all a little hungry. It it was a journey to go through. Once again, mentioning our boy Steven, he related it to like how someone who takes DMT can like live out a lifetime (laughs) in a couple minutes.
0: Yeah, it kind of <laughs> felt like that. I, I think that also has to do a lot with the disjointed storytelling and how much like, you know, Reese is fun to focus on. He's not the driving part of the plot though. The main no. characters are not on screen that much.
1: Well, and then you do have like, as fun as most of it is, you do have the edutainment section. You do have the Alaska section. Like,
0: um, but I think the other thing, you have the kick line section where it's just a montage of kick lines.
1: Yeah. I think the other thing though is just like animation, you know, why would this be what people remember from from all the cool stuff that was has been released over like the past 50 years of animation?
0: Yeah. No, there's a reason why it doesn't stick out for sure. Yeah. I still find it hilarious that I'm like the only person in the world that knows about this movie.
1: Well, now at least a couple more people do because they listen to this this podcast. Um I, I just as a formality, I have to ask Joe, is this hot trash?
0: No. Okay. I don't think so either. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh,
1: were you kind of hoping it would be?
0: No, I was, I was hoping, I I was hoping the parts I remember being fun as a kid would be funnier as a, as an adult. And they are, I, Yeah. The, well, the sniper crosshairs is hilarious.
1: And you're able to bring in some jokes that you weren't able to do as a kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah parts that i thought were hilarious as a kid aren't anymore like when john tom's just like stretching in the morning it was something that i loved as a kid i was hoping he would do it more times in the movie and he didn't so i would always rewind the tape to get back to that (laughs) part but it's like it's such a whatever scene and i like that i'm able to appreciate those backgrounds because that's definitely not something i would ever notice as a kid yeah
1: if you're a fan of animation uh and you have a spare hour and a half go look this up I I can't imagine it's too hard
0: to find. It's everywhere. You gotta pay for it, but it's everywhere.
1: I'm sure there are ways around that.
0: Oh, there definitely are.
1: I don't feel bad about you cheating Warner Brothers out of this movie from 1964.
0: It did recently get a 4K release. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Why on earth?
1: (laughs) Those backgrounds would look even prettier in 4K. The foreground animation would probably look just as like underwhelming in 4k
0: it's i think it's worth it yeah if you're a fan of like just the history of animation and stuff seeing all this proto like very proto just wb iconography and even like you know it's the go-to thing to be like wait a minute aristocrats is a movie and it's like this kind of did it like way before it yeah yeah it's all 10 years before it
1: yeah. I don't know if this was just boiling in the background of those Disney animators heads or if it's just this is all such generic animal stuff to do that
0: you'd you'd recycle it. But good time. Nonetheless, I yeah. I enjoyed my time with the movie. Yeah, it was a nice revisit
1: as I, I enjoyed it mostly as a Judy Garland fan. It's a it's a cool novelty from being able to hear her in her one voice role. And especially since once again, she did a good job. Mm -hmm. It's not like, Oh, this is her one voice role. Oh, I get, yeah, I get why this was her one voice role. All right. Well, Joe, thank you for showing this. Thank you for, uh, digging this up from your past. You're welcome. Tell me about it. Nice hot trash special. Exactly. And with that, I think we'll leave things off. So just remember if y'all are going to Paris, don't let the devil. (laughs) Yeah. Watch out for cats. That silhouettes resemble the devil
0: and Mr. Henry fit if you're still around send us a send us an email